The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And time for our weekly chat with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. I I, I bet you're just beat tired. This has been insane what's been going on with this housing market now for months and months and months. Listen, I actually feel a little guilty for saying this, but I told Scott, thank God for holidays. (laughs) Because this weekend, I am really going to try to spend most of my time at home in the pool, and the weather is going to be really good for that. Yes, and it is. even though we'll have a lot of people in commotion, it's a different kind of busy, and I can still kind of just check out and relax because it has been crazy, crazy busy. But I know. hey, I'm not complaining. So right. Do not think I'm complaining. I know I've seen more than a couple times you've posted on Facebook of. You know, it's dark out when you're leaving the office. And when it's dark out in the middle of summer, it's pretty late. (laughs) Yeah, there have been some long days. I said, I used to think 12-hour days were long. Now I'm so grateful when I'm only working 12 hours because now they're averaging more like 14 and sometimes 16. And it's just, I'm so busy that the day just flies by. You know, I mean, it just goes so fast. And I'm like, my gosh, we left the house this morning at 8 o'clock and it is 10 o'clock and we aren't home yet you know but but again super grateful because i've lived through this real estate market in some not so lucrative times and i would have been begging to be as busy as i am now sure well speaking of now and i'm obviously the first half of this year has been i think almost unprecedented in recent history as far as housing markets are concerned do have we Seen any projections from the experts about what we can expect going forward? Oh, yeah. And I I look for this stuff all the time because I still have those naysayers that are saying to me, Robin, this can't keep up. It can't keep up. What's going to happen? You know, everything's good. But I think some people have in their mind that we're just going to hit a brick wall and then it's done. And and it's not what's going to happen. And I've been telling everybody what I foresee happening and then I found an article that actually agrees with me and I love the articles that agree with me (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um, this this particular article says what do experts see on the horizon for the second half of the year and I'm like oh boy I have to read this yes because you know everybody's asking well this is what they see they see the interest rates going up Okay, we've been talking about that, haven't we? We've right. talked about that a lot. It had to happen and, sometime. Yeah, and originally I did hear a lot of lenders and even read a lot of articles saying that they didn't think they would start going up until the second quarter of 2022. But now that's changing. Now it's going to be um, going up by the end of the year, this oh, year. Oh, okay. Okay, so honestly, I think that... Well, according to this article, they thought by the fourth quarter of 2021, the average 30-year fixed mortgage would be 3.4%. All right, so you're going up, but you're not going up crazy going up. Right. And I mean, for those people who 
locked in at 2.6, they're probably like, oh my gosh, 3.4%. <laughs> but, you know, for those of us who bought houses when the interest rate was yeah. seven and a half, eight and a half, it uh, was like... Try a lot higher than that. Yeah, you... Well, you're older than me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, no, there's people that have bought 15%, 16%. I mean, I do remember... And I know I've said this a million times on this show, but I do remember when I saw an interest rate that just started with the number three, like 3.99. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this can't be real. Right. This cannot be real. And now they're saying that by the end of the fourth quarter next year, in 2022, it will have raised from an average of 3.4 up to an average of 3.8. So it's not like all of a sudden we're going to go from having these fantastic low interest rates and then they're just going to skyrocket up. You know, it's going to be a gradual incline. And modest and modest. Yes. If you go back, yes. I'm willing to bet if you go back, oh my goodness, I bet you could go back 70 years and you'll find 4% being historically among the lowest of low. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, again, absolutely not complaining about this. But I do, I do think that there are people that are going to be like, oh, shoot, we missed the boat. We missed the boat. Well, no. And you know what? If you if you lock in by the end of this year and you lock in at 3.4, I'm going to guarantee you that's going to be better than if you wait two years from now when it's probably going to be 4.0, 4.1. I mean, right. I, I, I think that they're going to continually climb. And I don't think it's going to go ever back. I mean, let's hope not, you know, ever back to those crazy days because prices are so high now that I just don't think high interest rates and high prices would make for a really bad mix. I mean, people wouldn't be able to afford to buy homes, right? Right. And I think most economists that I read would consider an interest rate between 4 and 5% a healthy interest rate. Excellent. An excellent interest rate. Yes, I agree. And that's what I think will happen. I think it'll find its way there. And we'll see it kind of go down to the four, up to the five, somewhere in between. And that's how I think it'll stay for many years in the future. But we still have 21 and 22 to still lock in at interest rates 30 years fixed in the threes. Yeah. Okay? This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. So as it edges up, I imagine that's going to have an impact on just how crazy things it has to moderate things you think right well and that's just it because our prices as you know have been like shooting up at rocket pace you know i'll do a market analysis for somebody and tell them your house is worth 350 but if you're telling me you're not willing you're not ready to list for three months i'm gonna have to do another one in three months because it's time is changing things Right. Right. And over the course of the last year, it's been an upward change. And I don't expect it to become a downward change. But I do think we're going to see some plateauing and some slowing. And I think we're already seeing it. So you're saying slowing in the rate of growth, not in the rate of price growth. Right. Right. Not in the market. I I mean, this article says that the rest of the year is going to be just as fantastic as the first half of the year. So it 2021 is going to go down in the history books as an amazing year in the real estate market. Yeah, And it's nationwide amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not just talking about our market yeah. here. This is an article that's, you know, definitely referring to a nationwide market. 
So more late nights for Robin Gwaltney and the team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you know, inventory, that's another question I get a lot. Yeah, we are getting more and more listings, which is great because there's still plenty of buyers out there. But inventory definitely still remains a challenge. So um, I don't want people to think, oh, now I'm going to have six or eight or ten houses to choose from because that wouldn't be very realistic. So we're still in the situation where you need somebody there for you to make sure that whatever offer you make is the best offer you can put forward. And you're going to be pre-approved and ready to pounce. So instead of 15 offers on a single house, you might see three or four. Exactly. And you know what? I'm happy if I get one and I get it quickly and it's for what we're asking because (laughs) I remember the days that that was like a huge victory. Yeah. I don't know if that report broke it down, the time on market we've talked about for the past year or so, which now is what, matter of weeks, not even a month? Yeah, exactly. The average time on market? Yeah, I tell people when I list their house, I don't have a crystal ball, but I can promise you we will be under contract within 30 days. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's going to be 30 minutes or three days or a week and a half, but in 30 days, this house will be under contract. And that used to be like, whoa, you can get my house sold in 30 days. But when I say that, some people look at me like, oh, I missed it, didn't I? <laughs> I should have done this sooner. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just find that spectacularly funny. That's the, they, you know, just the how quickly perspectives change on things. Mm-hmm. Well, tell you what, Robin, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking about Rochester real estate, uh, or the real estate market in general, with uh, Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results, back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROCAM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Um- we finished up well we were talking about what's ahead in the market one thing we didn't talk about robin is looking ahead um was the new home construction part of the equation we kind of talked about the existing homes that's a very good point um well you know the economy continues to grow which is great and the lumber prices remain up there but you read a lot of articles about how they're coming down and then you read on, and then it says now they're only 200% <laughs> higher than they were last year instead of 280% higher. So they're not, it's not like, oh, whew, that's over with. We're back to normal by any means. But things are moving in the right direction, and building is happening. And coupled with that low interest rate, it just makes people think, well, you know, pick my poison, pay the higher price for the lumber. Or wait for the interest rates to go up, and in the end of the day, all I will have done is waited to get a house, and my payment will come out the same at the end, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're just a lot of people are moving forward, and um, this is an interesting little um, tidbit. Currently, as of literally two days ago, there are six hundred and fifty-two thousand single-family homes under construction in the U.S. Okay. That seems like a healthy number. Yeah, 28% higher than one year ago. Oh, okay. 
So, of course, one yeah. year was kind of a weird anomaly. Yeah, it was COVID. Yep, definitely. But things are moving in the right direction. Right. Interest rates are going up at a slow but healthy pace. Inventory's moving up. The economy is remaining strong. And all of that points to, well, here, I'll, I'll actually read what the uh, author of the article said. Bottom line, as we look at the forecast for prices, interest rates, inventory, and home sales, Experts remain optimistic about what's on the horizon for the second half of 2021. So there you go. Well, there you go. That kind of sums it all up right there. And I feel the same way. So I guess that may either makes me an expert or it just means <laughs> I, I picked an article that was in line with my beliefs. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's what I've been saying. You know, I mean, I've had so many people say, oh, Robin, you're just you're such a, you know, you're such a glass half full girl. You're so well, positive. You don't think that you don't see what's coming. And I'm like, no, I'm a realist. And if I thought something was coming, I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do is advise my clients. And that is what I do do. I take my responsibility very seriously. And I'm not going to tell people that I think is now is a great time to invest your money in real estate if I honestly don't. It's funny you bring that up. I can remember... Um when you, back in the early 90s when the economy was not doing all that great, um, before the boom years of the 90s. Yeah. And here in Rochester, there was a sudden flood to build three to $400,000 homes. There was quite a few that were wow. built. And when I was at that point looking at the economy, going, oh, goodness, what are they going to do when they want to sell these homes? Because they're gonna, And that was actually when interest rates were at 5 6% still. And... And I kept thinking, oh, who's going to be in there to buy these much more expensive homes? You know, for this market at that time, 30 years ago, was that was getting to be the high end of the market or medium high. And lo and behold, not only did they find buyers for those homes, the homes that got built in the next wave were a step more expensive. And now, (laughs) and so this market especially has just seen exceptional growth. And it looks to me like there's no horizon on that either. Right. No. And which is which is great because let's face it, what's the, you know, American dream home ownership, Right. I mean, people want to have their roots and they want to build that equity because where is that wealth coming from when it's time to retire? Yeah, of course, people have savings accounts or, you know, hopefully do and retirement funds at their through their work. But I will tell you that people sell their real estate, whether they have, you know, five rental properties and the home they live in and the cabin up north or whatever they have, but they sell their real estate. And that is most people's, you know, majority of their retirement. It's a big chunk of your assets. That's for sure. It's the bank account you can live in. That's what it is. The bank account you can live in. You know, the one thing I, I meant to ask you this previously, but I... Are, it seems to me, are we seeing more solar oh my gosh. panels okay, being put so in? Okay, so are you seeing more electric cars? Answer well, that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah I mean, people, Absolutely. these people are, this generation of young millennials, they're in tune to the environment. They're in tune to saving. They're in tune to, I mean, I'm so impressed by how everyone is so, What's the word I'm looking for? I guess just responsible in a way that I don't feel like I was at that age. 
No. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, this great big Crown Victoria Ford LTD <laughs> that fits eight of my friends to the football game is not fuel, you know, economical. I don't care. I can fit eight girls and go to the football game, right? My daughter, when I when I got my new Escalade, I said, Jenna, I'm not going to get what this car's worth, so you can have it. And she's like, Mom, it's such a gas hog. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is, but you drive so little that, you know, you might as well have it because it's better than a car payment. But it took some talking to convince her that that would be the right thing for her to do. And, I mean, that's good because they're worried about the carbon footprint, right? But solar panels have become huge. They've always been around. We've right. always seen them. We've always seen them. But they've become huge. And I've had people say to me, do they add value to the home? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Myself. Yeah. And I used to say, I don't, I really don't know. I mean, they, some of them I used to say they look kind of ugly, <laughs> you know. But then um, now they look amazing. They even have some that are just shingles that are solar, I mean, panels. You don't even know they are. And they've become a big deal. And there's actually studies that show that solar panels boost a home's value on average, you know, across the nation by 56%. That is amazing. I would not expect that. Yeah. I mean, so if you're going to choose between a swimming pool and solar panels, oh, that's good go point. for the solar panels because that swimming pool is not going to increase your value. However, I'm looking forward to spending the weekend in mine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's not, you know, you might think that the solar panels are just going to be on the high-end homes, but there is an actual chart here that shows me homes in Billings, Montana, Average price with a solar panel is one hundred and seventy thousand, and that's fifty six percent higher than the house without one. So I'm telling you, Billings, Montana is where we should all be living. Wow. Well, yeah, I was going to say um, that was the that's with the solar And then in California, an average price, well, Sunnyvale, California, the average price of a home with a solar panel is two million dollars. So, in other words, if you were thinking about putting in a solar system, the study is telling you that it is a good investment and adds to the value of your home. We're going to take a quick break and return with more Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. I'm talking with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And Robin, so new construction is up. Inventory is still a major issue. There's not enough homes to satisfy demand. So I guess... That leads to the question, do you think people are going to stay, more and more people are deciding to stay put? Um, you know, that's actually something that a lot of people do think about because they think, well, if we could just add on an extra bedroom or make the master bedroom bigger, or if we just could take that dining room we don't use and make that a main floor office or whatever, you know, sure. they think this we could make this house work. Well, unfortunately with everything else, remodeling costs rose um, 
on the average 50% in 2020. So yes, there were people remodeling, but then as we started to see the shortage of this and the shortage of that and take five months to get your new appliances, you know, it became pretty frustrating. And then word spreads fast. You know, they talk about it at work and, oh yeah, forget it. We're going to put that idea off. And so I have had clients that say, I thought about, you know, just remodeling, but it was a nightmare for my sister-in-law. They were planning to spend 10000 They spent thirty, you know, that kind of thing. Well, so yeah. if I'm going to put that kind of money into my house, I'm just going to stick to my original plan and find a new one. So I think if anything, people have maybe not always by choice, but postponed, postponed the timing of their move. And oh, okay. the market has just had a lot of control over that, right? Because sure. if you just have to wait for that house to come available, or if building is taking a year instead of six months, I mean, like I say, some things are just out of our control. And so they're not changing their plans to move. They're just going at a slower pace. Okay. Oh, and the remodeling makes perfect sense. All the people I know who do that kind of work. Yeah. They're, they're so booked up, they can charge whatever they want. Yeah, it's crazy. Essentially, yeah. I mean, I'm exaggerating when I say that, of course, but the, their ability to raise their rates is there. Um, yeah. But, but the timing issue that you spoke of, that that's good news for the sellers, though, because that means, in essence, some of the people who are kind of suspending their search now are going to return in the near future, and that's going to keep this demand going. And if we back up our conversation, I think that's exactly why the forecast is bright for the rest of 2021, because, you know, you put it all together and it's just like a perfect recipe for continued success in the real estate market. And I read an article kind of ties into this, that uh, the amount of, you know, for the people fortunate enough to have kept working all the way through the pandemic, and many of those people are high skilled people. Um, they have more cash on hand than they've ever had. Yep, exactly. And that's what started the whole, oh, I think since um, I don't want to leave the house, I'm going to spend more time here. And now I've got all this money because we didn't take three vacations this year. And we're not going out to eat twice a week. Yeah. So let's just invest in our home and make it you know, more suitable to us, more desirable to us. So you're right. That's what kind of kicked off the whole remodeling thing. And like anything else, supply and demand kicked in. As soon as it became the big fad, it became everybody wanted all the materials that you need. And then what did we have? A shortage in that. And it's just one thing leads to another. Yeah. But the market will do what it does and it'll even things out eventually. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're not going to run out of houses to live everybody's going to have a place. It's going to work out the way it's supposed to. It absolutely will. And as always, things end up costing more. That's, But that also fuels wage growth. That, I was going to say, and then hopefully people will be making more so yeah. the, the economy can continue to, you know. Right. These carpenters who are, are at a premium right now, guess what? Yeah. They're going to go out and buy a bigger home themselves. Right. Their prices aren't going to go down because, (laughs) and that's why everybody's like, I'm going to wait until lumber comes back to where it was. And my response to that is, uh, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. I read an article on that as well. Yeah. That's not going to happen. These lumber producers who got really, really burned 12 years ago are kind of cautious in raising their their capacity. They're going to do it, but they're going to not do it at a super fast pace. Right. And they understand that, hey, 
you know, even though we would have never imagined that we could have gotten these prices for our product, now we can see that we can. So, hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think maybe we'll just kind of stick to it. So, uh, obviously, you're, uh, you remain busy. Um, the, the whole uh, real estate sector in this part of the world is continuing to be not as busy as it was three months ago, but still historically crazy busy. Would that sum it up? That's exactly right. Crazy busy in a crazy, <laughs> crazy busy in a crazy good way. In a crazy good way. In a crazy good way. Well, I yeah. certainly hope everybody is going to be able to enjoy the rest of this Independence Day holiday weekend. I know. I can't stop Soak thinking in the sun. about I just can't stop thinking. You know, I, I, of course, I'm interested in real estate of all types, but I can't stop thinking about all those families in Florida, you know, with the oh, big goodness. condo collapse that aren't going to have a fun things, a fun Fourth oh. of July or anything to celebrate. And it just makes me remain so grateful for everything that is good and right in my life. Right? You're right. I actually yeah. have a sister who lives in a high rise condo in that very same area. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Scary. So yeah. Well, they're definitely seeing a, a wave of building inspections going on down there. So, I think they're they're not going to take this lightly. Let's no. just say that it's almost unimaginable that it happened. Yeah, it's just crazy. And, yeah, well, well as you luckily, always have gratitude for what we have. Exactly. And uh, we certainly are blessed. And uh, well, I guess I, the magical question, of course. Maybe give Robin a weekend off, but if no. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to call me? Wait till Tuesday. No, just teasing. I actually have one client that asked me, she's going to get to town um, Saturday night at 7 o'clock. And she said, would you be willing to show me this house? I really want to see it. And what do you think I said? Of course I will. So, um, so I may be... I may be going out to show a house tonight. Actually, one of my team members might be covering for me, but we're going to get her in it regardless. Okay, so yeah, but we've got to remind folks how to get a hold of you. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, how do, it's how not, do we do yeah. It? Of course, call my cell phone, 507-259-4926, and I most definitely will answer your call or return it very quickly. Excellent. So. Enjoy, hopefully, a little bit of relaxation, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. You do the same. (laughs) Thanks, Robin. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.